everyone. Welcome to Ending the Drought, a Buffalo Bills fan podcast. I'm Jason Webster, here with your other hosts, Jake Cranston and Jeff Webster, and this is Season 3, Episode 14. Nice. Gentlemen. Hey, it's Victory, uh, let's call victory it Victory Tuesday. Tuesday. It's oh. always Victory Tuesday. Oh, it's been no. Victory Tuesday for a it's bit Taco now. Tuesday. <laughs> Taco Tuesday Mike is Taco? True. Yeah, they, uh, they, uh, yeah. Five and one, dude. Kansas, down, done, done. Yep. It's a good week. It's a good week. It's a really good week. It was a stressful game, though. I mean, I I can speak, I'm sure, for all Bills Mafia out there. I mean, I'm sitting there watching this game, and I'm just, my legs shaking. I'm I'm drinking. I'm like, I just can't count these mothers out, man. That's the problem. It's Kansas City, dude. It really was a tight game. It had me on the edge of my seat the entire time. And honestly, it was a fun game to watch because of it. Right. Well, the first two series were not fun. Like the Bills, Isaiah McKenzie tried to catch a football with his mouth. He forgot he had a helmet <laughs> on. You can't do that. So, right, right. so yeah. With his mouth. Yeah. It was a nice shot. I mean, it hit him right in the face. So that was – Josh has got some fucking targeting ability. There's no doubt. Well, it's just figures. You know, we, we drove down the field. We get to right around there 20 it happened. And it just yeah. boom, we fumble the ball, and it's like, ah, oh, come on, that's not, that's not the way we wanted to start. Well, and and we, off air, kind of talked about the fact that you pass the ball successfully, you run the ball successfully, and then you get what to the ten yard line was it? Yeah. Turn your mic; it's rubbing on your shirt. Yeah, come on, Jeff. Why you gotta? I actually kind of heard that noise. I wasn't sure what it was. But you know what I mean? So, like, they get all the way down there by just, like, doing what they do. And then for whatever reason, they try to semi, I won't say a trick play, but a slick play. Right. And it bit them right in the ass. Right in the bottom. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, who knows? There's talk about, okay, was McKenzie not expecting that completely at all? Right. Was Josh improvising? You know, Sal Capaccio said that. It was McKenzie going in motion. Josh faked to him, and McKenzie was just carrying out the fake. And right. whatever the play was supposed to be, it wasn't there. And Josh just kind of quick improvised and, and pitched it from what he saw. That Obviously, McKenzie wasn't looking for the ball. So whatever whatever the case was, they it, do, it was a botch play. It sucked. Yeah, and they do love those RPOs, right? So it could have been a read kind of a situation where Josh right. Allen can run with the ball. But if he can't run, the option might be a pitch to McKenzie. And unfortunately, because it was pitched backwards instead of forwards, it didn't count as an incomplete pass. But yeah, well, and honestly, I try to put a positive spin on everything. It's one of my flaws, but I'm glad that it happened right away because it was almost yeah. like we just didn't start with the ball. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, right, it could have happened right. at a really inopportune time, which. Isaiah McKenzie did do a couple more times. That yes. was really frustrating. Yeah, that was bad. And thanks to some really good play from our defense, the Bills did get the ball back. Right. After Kansas City drove the field. So, you know, it was kind of like, okay, now we're resetting the clock. Let's start over. Buffalo gets the ball first. Right. Basically. Yep. Yeah. So, well, yeah, ultimately it didn't end up mattering a ton. Exactly. Well, we can recap this because we actually got a guest coming on today. Yes, sir. Which has been a little bit since we had a guest on, guys. It's been so, a bit, yeah. But we have Brandon coming on, a.k.a. Brando from Brandy. Not Another Buffalo Podcast. 
So we're going to bring him on and get his thoughts on the Chiefs game and get his thoughts on the first six games of the season and just kind of go from there. But so. it is it is ironic that we have another Buffalo podcast that's called Not Another Buffalo Podcast. Exactly. I like I it. love irony. I like Yes. It. The irony is strong. Yes. All right. So let's, that's cool. Let's get him on. Yeah. Cool. All right, everybody, we're on with Brando from Not Another Buffalo Podcast. We uh, have This is the first time we had Brando on, and uh, your podcast is part of Buffalo Rumbling. So, Brando, welcome on Ending the Drought, man. Hey, thanks for having us, guys. Thanks for having us. I, uh, I like the name, first of all, Ending the Drought. It's uh, <laughs> a moment for everybody that will live in... Uh, I don't even want to say live in infamy, but just no. you know, live in our lives forever. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, we, we were trying to think of like a clever name and there is a, a you know, obviously a bunch of Buffalo Bills podcasts out there, especially now that they're good. So we timing is everything. Yeah, man. we wrote down a bunch of them and and ending the drought really stuck, uh, obviously, because we were in such a long, what, 17 year drought. So and it kind of plays on to, you know, until we win a Super Bowl type thing as well, because, you know, that's kind of a drought. Yeah, so. Hopefully we'll have to change our name, yeah. Sean. <laughs> yeah. well, that'd be a great problem to have wouldn't, wouldn't it, it? <laughs> yeah that's so funny what i was gonna ask you brando is this chiefs came man i mean i listened to your most recent podcast uh you had the bills over 24 and a half which i would have thought that was the case too obviously it wasn't it was weird because it was almost more of like a like a defensive game in a way you know 24 to 20 so What's your thoughts, man? What did you think about these two powerhouses going at it? Well, you're right about the the over 24 and a half. I was looking at the TV and I was all happy that they won. But when Teron Johnson had that interception, first thought in my head is send out Tyler Bass. Let's go. I don't want to lose another bet by half a point. And it was tough because I lost a bunch of bets by half a point. But you're not alone. um, I was. No, and it's kind of like, you know, but that's in my brain. I'm like, they're not going to do that. It's still a seven-point lead. It's not like it puts it up two possessions. And this is wishful thinking, obviously. But it was really exciting to see. um, It was just the way that we could play both styles, right? We could play a shootout or we could play a defensive battle. And it just we've seen a lot of kind of takes on it being this heavyweight fight with just two guys, two boxers feeling themselves out and, the, the guy that made the right adjustment was going to win, and the Bills were able to, to do that coming out of the half yep. um, with their defense, and they were able to land that last knockout punch um, the way that that two heavyweights tend to do to each other. And it just was both, both defensive coordinators looked prepared, and it was just a display of, of high-quality football from coaching to the game plans to the talent on the field um, I was happy with it but you know when you see coaches like that you might not get 56 point score total you, you know if you're a defensive coordinator you don't want that anyway so you don't want to have to score that much in the game to win but uh, I was happy with the win either way absolutely yeah and you know it's something that we've kind of talked about off and on since the beginning of the season is uh, projecting this team going forward and we often said by the time we get to the bye, we should have a pretty good idea what this team is made of, where we're at, you know, and Von Miller's made obviously a huge impact. 
But we're looking at the end of the schedule, and nobody likes to project too far into the future. But that being said, we're struggling to find that next loss going forward. And, and we're fairly confident there will be one. Well, what are your thoughts, man? Do you think where where are we going to see something like that happen? Like, do you think the Jets are actually as good as they appear to be, or maybe Cincinnati? Well, the thing about the Cincy game is you, you kind of hope it's meaningless, right? So right. If we if we have that one seed locked up and we don't need to play Josh Keenan Allen can play the game, but when, when you're looking, you know, you might see Minnesota could be good. They have a solid offense. You, you're, I'm looking at offenses that can at least put some games together. Because I don't think Josh is going to get slowed down too much. He's seen pretty much everything in the NFL defensively that can be thrown at him. And, and he's proven that he can beat the cover two shell. He can beat the blitz. Even if it takes him a minute to be able to get situated like this Chief game. I know he started, what, 0-7 against the blitz? Yep. And then uh, started lighting it up after that. But you're looking... I, I believe Cleveland, if they had a better, if their quarterback situation yeah. was a little different, you know, um, but Miami stands out above the rest. December 18th, it's a home game. They have the Bills killer in Tyreek Hill, and until we can beat that man on a football field in a game that means something, I'm going to be nervous about going against him, and yeah. that's just uh, something that I don't really like, but we we need to beat Miami before we can say anything else about the Dolphins. I think so. That's that was the one I have circled on my calendar. Gotcha. Yeah. And Tyreek, he's only played here what one time. I mean, the Chiefs never come to Buffalo, so they came. What was that? Twenty was that twenty twenty uh, COVID yeah, year? There's there's absolutely no fans in the stands. Obviously, <laughs> yep. so yep. so obviously that's going to be a, a little different spin. Um, and then you got to assume December eighteenth is going to be. Probably pretty chilly. Not 70 and sunny. Some snow. Yeah. Stuff like that. So hopefully we get a we get a good angle on them as far as that goes. But I agree with you, Brando. I mean, the Dolphins, as of right now, you know, with, with at least Tua being at their quarterback, they're they're the, probably the most dangerous team on our schedule typically. Right. I mean, I would have thought Green Bay could have been. But as of right now, and I know it's, you know, we're looking ahead two weeks here, but we're eight and a half point favorites right now against green bay do you see that line moving up at all maybe going to 10 anything like that by the time we get there yeah it, it definitely could be we'll see how the injury report looks for both teams coming forward it's it's one of those Devonte adams who misses who more aaron Rodgers or Devonte adams because green bay looks like a mess they you, you really see the ripple effect we saw it here in buffalo when Diggs got acquired from right. Minnesota, just what a number one receiver does for everybody else, whether or not he's productive, but Devontae Adams has been productive. Just Adam Lazar can't get open. Randall Cobb's not what it used to be. Aaron Rodgers just doesn't have the personnel. And uh, I, I saw a stat today. He's got the lowest QBR that he's ever had since Jordy Nelson, uh, his number wow. one receiver in like 2015, got hurt in the beginning of the season, and he was missing his best weapon that year as well. So I think we're going to be able to shut him down. It's going to look a lot different than the last time Green Bay came to Buffalo and played Josh Allen and what that might have been his first ever start. And it was just hideous if you remember watching that game. Oh, yeah. right. Yep. In his career. Um, so I, I expect this line. I hope it doesn't hit double digits. Uh, I still think the Bills are a great team that would cover no matter what the conditions are next Sunday night. But I see it's supposed to be sunny and nice this weekend. So we'll see hopefully some good football and 
keep this rolling. I, I don't see them being able to score on our defense, no matter who their quarterback is with their lack of weapons. Yeah, right. Yeah, so my question would be, you know, we picked up Von Miller in the offseason. We had a pretty good draft, and I think a lot of us, you know, kind of had a sigh of relief because we felt like this team was really coming together as a full picture. Well, between injuries and now there's a lot of chatter on, like, Bill's Mafia about should we pick up OBJ, should we pick up Christian McCaffrey? What do you think? Do you think that we're a complete team now, or do you think there's some room for improvement? Is there anybody that maybe we should try – you know, swapping them out with somebody, you know, what, what do you think is the weak spot? I will always slam the table. They, they better got to get better, right? But best teams in the league are trying to get better. And if you just look at o, OBJ and you say, I just give him the money just so he doesn't go to Kansas city. Give me the money <laughs> just so he doesn't go to green Bay. Good answer. We want these, we want to keep our edge. You, you got to sharpen the sword instead of getting uh, accustomed to it, just being able to slice through everything. And teams adjust in the NFL. These coaches get paid millions of dollars to game plan, no matter what your talent level is. I just, I, I don't know about the depth because uh, we, we seem pretty deep right now with the, especially when we get healthy with Trey White on, on defense and seeing our, our linebackers step up when uh, Edmonds missed some time and, Having receivers like Shakir and and uh, oh Mackenzie out there, just I I just I want to see Odell Beckham flush with talent, make the matchup problems hard. But I, I'm a little worried about Spencer Brown. I hope he uh, can recover fast. Questenberry played good. The whole whole line played good. Yeah. But uh, you know, one injury away, you could be uh, what? What do they say? A Kevin Cobb is a errant EJ Manual throw. And, uh, <laughs> training camp away from never playing a game again for the bills so right. very true and, and uh, it's always good to have the insurance plan if you need it especially when you're super bowl or bust like the bills are this year yeah, yeah. no kidding oh yeah 100 percent. and they end up uh cutting cutting andre smith uh obviously after he came off the suspension for pd so they end up saving 1.1 million in cap space does does that mean anything does are, are they are they going to make a move, or is that just uh, is that just something that they're going to kind of keep in their back pocket if they have to? Well, I think it's uh, I, I didn't I didn't realize that was what their their number was, and I'm glad to see that they're able to, to free up some space with that move. Um, and he gets picked up by the Jets right away, just to show the depth of this team. You know, uh, of course, every team would probably take anybody on our roster just to have a you know a fly on the wall of what goes on here, but uh, to see. Our salary cap situation, there's got to be. I mean, Kansas City did it with Travis Kelsey today, converting a signing yeah. bonus to what, three and a half million in cap space? So yeah. the, the more the season goes on, the more feasible financially this could be. And with the cap jumping so much next year, if we could just get him in the door and, and use that elevation in the cap to sign our guys and keep OB, OBJ here, maybe give him a couple years. Just I want I would love to see him with Josh Allen and Gabe Davis and. Steph Diggs, it's be something that we've never seen before here in Buffalo and uh, talk about mismatches on the field and, and not just give me him. I, that's all I really would like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. good luck yeah. with that, trying to cover those. I, no, I There's not enough defenders available, I don't think. No. Gabe Davis, Diggs, and OBJ, there's just no way. No way. And the other cool thing about that is we, we kind of are lucky that we have the defense that we have because they're just getting better by practicing against guys like that. I mean, oh, the absolutely. The offense is, right? You, you're getting your 
your slot corner, Teron Johnson, practicing against Cole Beasley, you think that helped him become that all-pro corner that he sure. could be as a slot guy or, or having Shakir and, and Diggs take reps against each other? And, and it's just going to help everybody. Iron, sharpen, iron sharpens iron, as we hear him say all Absolutely. the time. So. Yeah, so, you know, this one's more like, I don't know if it's only me or it's other ones, but it's it's jumped up in conversations occasionally that the Buffalo Bills – at least in my opinion, it kind of screwed up the NFL for everybody. Like I watch football and it's, it's a snore fest most of the time. I don't know if the defenses are just that much better or offensive got offensive got worse. I'm not sure how this plays out, but like you watch the bills and they're just, it's just a different animal, but almost any game you pop on like last Thursday night was a snooze fest. That was horrible. I don't remember what game I watched Sunday night seemed like this. Oh, even like Philadelphia and Dallas. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like the games are popping like they used to. And maybe it's just because Josh Allen's throwing 98 yard bombs or something. I have no idea, but it just seems like the NFL is a different league this year. It really does, which is wild to say. Just, I, I want to say there's what, maybe three or four teams that are not, but there's two teams above four and two, or they're all within a game of each other. There's like all, the, the amount of parity of average and mediocreness in the NFL this year is crazy. If you don't have Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, what are you doing? You know, right. Tom Brady flashes sometimes, but we're not, I, I just, I can't slander that man anymore. He just makes me look like a fool. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, I know. Uh, if you don't have a Josh Allen, if you don't have a guy that can run and you don't have a guy, that can make plays con- consistently, right? We, we just right. see this drop-off. And I was watching the Dolphins game uh, before the Bills, and Teddy Bridgewater was just awful. And I was so yep. surprised because he led a team to the playoffs, and even Kirk Cousins was playing bad, and you just see it all over the league. Aaron Rodgers doesn't look the same. Right. Who's And then you, whatever Bill Belichick's got going on over there, whatever he does, I don't, I don't even know how yeah, this guy like, can throw. He Russ- goes to 300 yards. but Right, Russell Wilson. What happened, Russell Wilson? What happened there? Oh my yeah, God. Right? yeah. And and it's just it's wild. You don't know what to expect week in and week out. They're not the consistency that we have. We, we're really lucky to have. And the the games on TV, like you said, they're just unless you're betting, you know, you're not really. I'm I'm not interested to watch this terrible football. We we we're right. already watching a lot of terrible football. We spent a lot of time. Well, like, somebody we don't have time for this anymore. Yeah, somebody yeah. pointed out though, like if you had at the beginning of the year bet the under on every game, you'd be a rich man right now. That's crazy. I I read a stat last year and it was funny because you don't really you know the betting the under is not the flashy move right. usually and. And it was like 65% of prop totals uh, hit the under, but the ones that hit over hit over by like a ton. And it, oh, it's yeah. just the inconsistency week to week injuries and matchups. And you, then you still see guys like, uh, was it Nathaniel Hackett? He's a guy in, in uh, the yeah. Broncos. Who's Broncos head coach? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. how do these guys get jobs based? And, and how can you walk into a locker room and be a leader of men? when you're, you're just looking this bad on the field week in and week out, it's kind of crazy, and it just makes you feel so lucky to have a guy yeah. like Sean McDermott and, and when Brian Dable, when he was here, Ken Dorsey, just to watch the game plan that we put together against Kansas City oh, yeah. is just it, – it blows up the rest of the NFL. It's masterful, absolutely. Well, Brando, I got a good one for you. So moving, moving into this week, obviously it's our bye week, so we're not playing, but you seem like a guy that likes to – 
to cover, you know, you know, the betting uh, props of the game and stuff like that. So, what do you think this week? Who like who looks like your best bet? Yeah, you know, this moving on this week. I know the biggest spread right now is uh, the Bucks and Panthers game. Bucks are are minus eleven. Um, I mean, you got a couple other decent um, spreads like the Raiders are minus seven over the Texans. But who in your eyes, if you're a guy to say, hey, this is your best bet this week, what are you what are you looking at? You know, it's interesting because division games are always tricky, but I really do think the Ravens have been they've lost their three games in dramatic, crazy fashion. Yeah, I know when they, between the Bills and the Dolphins, they only were behind for like 14 total seconds in both games. And uh, then they lose a fluke to the Giants where they take a penalty on a third and one and then the high snap over Lamar's head and he throws a pick and it's just these games fall apart at the end and they just signed to Sean Jackson today. Um, so I, I would like it just Jacoby Brissett, if you have a guy like Lamar Jackson and the matchups for Brissett versus Jackson, you got to look in this quarterback league. That looks like a win to me for the Ravens. Um, if we're just looking at, at wins straight up. So I would say check out the Ravens-Browns game. and uh, Yeah, yeah, I like it. Look for Lamar there. Yeah, yeah you yeah. got Ravens are six-and-a-half-point favorites in that game. I can't argue with that one. The Browns have been looking pretty dismal, man. I mean, they had two pretty bad losses, right? I mean. Yeah, it's interesting because I was in Cleveland for a uh, baseball game, the, the Guardians and the Yankees, last weekend, and I, I like to listen to their sports radio when I drive in there. And uh, they were complaining about Stefanski because their their play calling is all whack. But uh, Nick Chubb, they have him on a pitch count, I guess, of like 20 to 23 carries max. But wow. nobody can really stop him. They said the only person that stops Nick Chubb is Stefanski. Yep. Um, so yeah. I, I, it seemed kind of interesting that you have these two big-time running teams clashing together, but the one team that has the edge at, at passer with Lamar. I think they'll exploit that. And John Harbaugh, I think, is better than uh, fancy. So that's why I look at the at the Ravens right there. Yeah, yeah. No, that's 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 a good call. I mean, I was I was looking at a couple of the games, trying to think like who would who would be the best bet. And I like the like you would think of the Raiders at this point. I mean, they're one and four, and going against the Texans, you would think naturally, okay, like that should be a pretty lopsided game but man 2022 you don't know yeah you really don't know. you don't know and i mean even yesterday DraftKings had the prop with justin herbert to throw one touchdown pass and i i see that i'm like <laughs> i texted all my friends i was like go hammer this guys i'm like justin herbert's thrown a yeah. touchdown pass in every game but one and i read the stat it's like this is the first time in nfl history anybody over 55 attempts has never thrown a touchdown pass and i was wow. like oh like, well, there goes that one like what do i know I don't yeah. know anything. No, that's bad. Yeah, that was really bad. That was another one of those games where you just—he's a good quarterback, but man, they—they they couldn't, they couldn't hit Mike Williams to save their lives. Didn't even bother throwing at him. Like and that's the thing. They, had they him showed covered. a lot of respect. They showed a lot of respect to that uh, Broncos secondary, and I don't know if it was warranted when you have Mike Williams out there. Right, he's so big. Yeah, Jesus. I know. I mean, they had Patrick Sertan on him. But, right. I mean, come on, you know. Th- Throw the guy a ball, right? Yeah, give him a shot, <laughs> right? A jump ball or something yeah. once in a while. Um, it, it's interesting. It kind of goes back. Sorry. sorry oh, you're a good man. Go ahead. Yeah. It kind of goes back to what you said about Allen spoiling us and just making a jump over the rest <laughs> of the league. We thought Herbert might be up there. 
with yeah. us. And, you know, he's not playing bad and he's playing hurt, but uh, Allen has really separated himself from his, his peers, so to say, like Allen and or Herbert and Mahomes and Jackson. So It's just that weird year. Uh, same thing you're talking about, Nick Chubb. Where's Derrick Henry? How about, like, yeah. Jonathan Taylor? Like, the the pure running back, that three down, every down running back is almost like fading. It's really weird. I don't I don't know. It's a strange year. Definitely. So Brando, um, real quick, just want to get your just your thoughts on the first you know first part of the season. You know our our first six games. Like what's your? Obviously, we know what Josh has been doing in this league, but what's your overall impression so far with this team? If you can't say anything less than ecstatic, then I don't know what you're watching because yeah. I don't know. You think you're already like on top of the world before the season when you sign Von Miller and you, you see Josh Allen just maturing into this young man that we see from a kid before when he's drafted and Steph Diggs establishing himself as the number maybe second best, first best receiver in this entire league. Potentially, it, yeah. Potentially, you know, depending on the week. And I think to myself, I'm like, who else, Who would I want if I had to take another roster player from a league? Like, if I had to give up somebody on the team, like, I don't want to give up anybody. I, I love these guys. Yep. Every single guy here that got a contract from Brandon Bean, Milano, Teron Johnson, Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, all these guys, Von Miller, have paid off perfectly. And yep. it makes me so excited. I've never seen a Von Miller for the Bills. I mean, <laughs> we saw it a little bit with that cold front a few years ago with uh, – you know, the coach that quit on us, I won't mention him. But, yeah, there, uh, yeah, good. Mr. Marone, yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's great to see a game record like that and all the pieces coming together. I'm sad about Michael, uh, Micah Hyde. I wish. For sure. You know he wishes he could take part in a season Absolutely. like this. Um, but it, it's something that I'm just trying to enjoy every single week and, and soak it up because there's going to be a time where we're, we're just looking at a statue of Josh Allen in front of the new stadium jumping over a player, and he's leading the charge, and he's not out there anymore, and I don't ever want to think about that. So, right. Uh, Hopefully I'm that's 20 say, years from now. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's been an exciting time. You know, I, I work in a school, and the kids are all in the bills now, and it's not like you see Brady jerseys walking through the halls like he used to when I was in school. And, oh, right. Uh, that's it's an exciting time. That's horrible. What school district do you work at? Uh, up in Amherst, uh, it's a private school, St. Greg's. Uh, oh yeah. So they, uh, yeah, they do Bills dress down days, and we we dress nice. up and, and have parades and stuff, and the kids love it, and it's that's cool, cool to see man. that spirit. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's really cool. Did uh, do you go to games or do you have seasons or anything like that? Uh, I work at the stadium, so I, I this is my <laughs> eighth, eighth season being on the game day staff. I push wheelchairs, so anybody who uh, comes uh, in the gates and, and if they're hobbled or something, you see a lot of. Uh, yeah, we have a we have an older <laughs> fan base, a lot of elderly people. You see a lot yeah. of drunk people. You know, you see you see kids that hurt their legs playing football, and you, you wheel them to their seats. And yeah, so I'm at all the you, games. Man. It's fun. Yeah, it's I was gonna time. say like how many how many drunk people do you have to wheel around? <laughs> I, Most probably people are me- always like, oh, let me sit in your seat. I need a ride. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say you probably before. met Jake before then. <laughs> yeah, no, probably. No, <laughs> no, I'm good, man. I, I, I'm, I'm able to walk the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> no, I've been a season ticket holder for seasons? ten. Yeah, yeah. I, I've uh, ten years in a row. I've been a season ticket holder. So that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. It's, it's that's enjoyable. Cool. I'm not a big fan of the PSLs and the new, uh, the new stadium coming up. But I mean, if we're gonna be this good, continuing on, I guess how can yeah. you complain about it, right? Right. It's tough. It really stinks. The NFL is just such a money machine and. 
you could go on and on. I mean, I just trying to get red zone and the price of everything, oh, and yeah. everything in the NFL costs. And this is the price to pay for a franchise in your city, I guess. And you see teams, you know, it's like St. Louis, right? I bet you they would love to pay PSLs or oh, some yeah. of them, you know, or, or whoever has lost teams. And so we're, uh, it stinks. Um, but I'm excited to see the new stadium. It's supposed to be what, like Tottenham stadium. That's like, this is why I want this job. I want to. I want to make sure I can see that new stadium somehow. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's cool, man. So uh, yeah, we just just wanted to kind of really pick your brain and just get your thoughts. I mean, I know obviously you're you're doing your your podcast with your you know two other guys, and I'm sure all three of you guys are huge Bills fans. So it's great to just talk football with other Bills fans, other guys doing podcasts. So we really appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, and it sounds like you guys have a lot of fun. That, that was the one thing I, that I picked up on right away. Sounds like you guys get along good. You had a really good time doing it. And that's, that's what we that's, like. That's the whole point, right? I mean, for right. you guys, I'm sure it's the same thing. Uh, life gets busy, and I've been friends with these guys for years, and uh, we kind of we didn't get to talk and see each other as much. So when, when we were talking about doing a show together, it was nice. So on the calendar, every Monday and Wednesday, we get to hang out, and we just that's record cool. it. And it's, it's a fun thing to do. And, you know, it's – if, if you're not enjoying it, why are you doing it? You know, like yep. we're, we're here Absolutely. to have a good time. And if uh, there's a place for it and people want to listen, that's always exciting too. It's like, great. Cool. You know, if you like with Benny, I don't know what I'm talking about, but if it works, <laughs> it works. <laughs> dude, you think yeah. like national experts, like that's a funny thing. It's like be a weatherman or a sports guy because you don't have to be right. You really don't. No, I, I tell my students, I'm like, people are going to have these jobs forever. You might as well try for it. Right? It doesn't right. really matter if you if you know exactly what you're doing or not. Somebody's got to do it, and uh, you might as well try. So if you're having a good time with it, you might as well go do it. Yeah, and all, three, all three of us, we've uh, worked together for the last three, almost four years, and I talked to Jeff on a daily basis about football <laughs> and and jason you know he does this because he loves the bills but he's you know you're not into it like no, we are i'm not a super fan or anything I, I got a lot of other hobbies that interest me more but i do it because i'm with my family and my friends and these guys love it and i get to be their tech guy <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he's very right. good on the tech yeah, side he's the tech sure. guy and then you know he'll yell at us uh, at work and be like, stop talking about football. You could do it later tonight. Like, <laughs> They're using up all That's the good funny. stuff beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. And you know what? It, it's our, our buddy, John, he uh, does the show with us. He's an audio engineer by trade and he does magical things with the technology that I couldn't yeah. tell you anything about. And uh, this kind of was like, we had always talked about doing a show for a long time. And it's like, well, how are we going to actually do this? And, John, the audio engineer, stepped up to the plate and uh, gave us a call one day. Very so nice. That's cool, funny man. Funny how it all gets started, but yeah, that is good for awesome. you, man. That's cool. Really cool. Well, Brando, we really appreciate you coming on to ending the drought. Why don't you tell everybody how to listen to your guys' podcast, man? Yeah, not another Buffalo podcast, right? Another thing that John. He's like, what am I going to name our show? There's so many <laughs> shows out there. We want to be different. So, not another Buffalo podcast. It's on uh, Spotify, Apple podcasts and uh you can catch us on buffalo rumblings and i do a couple articles a week too for buffalo rumblings so you can they all have good content out there i mean anybody who likes to talk to the bill talk about the bills and talk content about the bills like you guys and like us we all are here for the same thing right so yep. everybody is just looking for some good exciting content and uh i, I appreciate you extending us the invite and uh big fan of you guys and uh it's exciting times for us all it for is. sure i think yeah. absolutely man no thanks for coming on we really appreciate it, dude it's Definitely. uh it's, it's been a blast talking to you and um just wanted to say go bills dude 
You know? Go Bills. Go, Go Bills. Bills, guys. Go Bills, and uh, we'll stay in touch. Thanks, Brando. Have a, good, have a good upcoming rest of the season. Yeah. Thanks. You, yeah, too, yeah, man. you too, man. Take care. Take care. Bye, man. So that was Brando from Not Another Buffalo. I like the name. I do, know? too. I do, too. It's kind of growing on me by the moment. Oh, here. yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's exactly like we talked about, like something a little different. You know, maybe uh, maybe people remember, and, and definitely I can remember that one. Yeah, that's, you know, that's not another Buffalo package. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, when you get oversaturated, right? You, right, you got to do right. something that says, I'm not like you guys. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, it. part that's of Buffalo it. Rumblings, which is cool, man. They're doing yes. good. Yeah, yeah, everything they They're do, man. Guys. Like we, we, as a group, we aspire to be like them someday. You right, know, that's, right. That's the Absolutely. big boys up there. Absolutely. 100%. It's very cool. No, it's cool. And obviously, uh, it's just talking football in general. Yeah. And, and just and just doing this, you know, sitting on. I mean, come Get on. the feeling we could do this like every week. Yeah. Right? If you could see our, you know, studio right now, Jason's got this unbelievable little sexy sofa sectional that you sit on and it's like, so casual it's just like, you know, <laughs> like it's just like we're just sitting here talking and that's the best part right yeah yeah no it's, it's so so comfortable it definitely beats i mean you know when we when you got that table jay i was like all right this is sweet like and the setup we had was great it was cool but then when you moved to this i was like all right like you now def- we're talking <laughs> de- you definitely upgraded to uh to a different level on that one yeah 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 so yeah and thanks again to brando and uh you know not another buffalo podcast man yeah, I, I did listen to some of their shows, and it does. It sounds like they're having a blast, you know, which is awesome. Yep, yeah, and that's why it's I was, fun to listen to. I was picking his brain about his best bet, like you know, cause, yeah, because they they have a segment with him about talking about you know who's who's going to be your your team the bet let's, on this week and their lines. And let's this, bet so. Baltimore, and if they lose, we'll fucking call them. And give them <laughs> shit. Yeah. We'll just give them shit that's about. Oh, good, good call, dude. Come on, Brando. What the well, hell? I think I've talked to you guys about this before. I don't know if I did it on the air, but my favorite episodes that we do are the ones that break the mold a little bit. And right. you know, when we have guests on, it kind of you know we have some questions that we've kind of thought of ahead of time. But a lot of the time, we get more perspectives on things that we haven't had before that we haven't thought about ourselves. It's it's really nice. It yeah. just breaks things up a little bit. Yeah, it's fun. I, I, enjoy I, it. I was telling him last week, Jay. I'm like, we got to get a guest on. It's been, I think, the last one we had was um, either Perino or Zbot. Yeah, and that was back yeah. in like yeah, it was like, like six April weeks or ago. May or right, something. It was yeah. right after the draft, dude. Oh, was it that long ago? Yeah. yeah oh, wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. We got to do this. I know. We're gonna do this more. Yeah, we'll get some of the guys that we had on last year. We'll get them on, and yeah. it's always a good time, and it's nice to hear what other people are thinking and doing and stuff. So yeah, it's kind of like um, when you when you look at it in general, it's like a like a Buffalo community podcast right. thing. You know right. what I mean? Like we're all doing it because you know it's fun. We like talking about the Bills. We've been Bills fans for a long time, and finally the Bills are good. So it's just like everybody is gets to yeah. this like close knit you know, fan base, this group, and we're in this like little niche of podcasters and it's right. It's a cool right. thing. A little man. community group of people. Yeah. And just I mean, enjoy. we've, we talked about this too. We, we work together, like Jake said, and we've had people come in and you know, they're 75 year old women with a bills hat on and they say, go bills before they pay. You know I mean? It's just like, it's, yeah. it's crazy yep. to be in a community, even like Springville. We're not even in the city where everyone has something in common. Yep. The vast majority of people you meet are going to love what you love in some way. Right. It is cool. I mean, yeah, like he fantastic. was saying with schools, I like like yeah. fr- fr- Frontier yeah, no School doubt. District and uh, Orchard Park School Districts closed down for a half a day because of the Monday night game. Yep. Like, it's going to happen again, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. You know, going forward, there'll probably be a lot of that now. 
Oh, I bet. Because they're going to be good for a long time. Yeah. And it just gets it gets mobbed. I I have no clue. Do you think they did anything like that back in the Super Bowl days? Uh, I don't know. I'll tell you what. It was the uh, social environment wasn't the same. Right. So you don't get all the immediate responses. And I never went to any of those playoff games. Yeah. Uh, I did watch them all on TV and obviously followed them very closely. But. Um, but it was a different era, so I don't think you had that sense of community quite as much as you do now. Well, and not to mention that you didn't have the perspective of what it would have been like for me because I was just a kid when they were finishing right. up that Super Bowl run. Yeah, absolutely. You didn't, you didn't get to have anybody in school during that time. Yep. I'm just curious, like, how big... If if there if, were signs out everywhere, I mean, it was, like, big yeah, that way, yeah. for sure. If you could draw... Stores had all kinds of Buffalo specials, and yeah. the windows were full of Bills stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you could take the kind of core guys from that Super Bowl team, or even just that team in general, and drop them into 2022, right? Yeah. Like, how big do you think they would have been in this social media era compared to, like, this team? Would they right. be similar? Would they have been bigger? You know? I, I think it would have been very similar. Very similar. Because, I mean, if you think about that era, the the names that really jump out, Jim Kelly, Hall of Famer, Thurman Tom, but Bruce Smith, you know, he would have probably been Bruce Smith. I mean, I could see him in today's environment doing exactly what he did. His jump off the snap still to this day was the fastest I've ever seen somebody react. Yeah. And Bob well, Miller's great. Aaron Donald's fantastic. The Watts, Bosa, fantastic. But, man, Bruce Smith. It was literally like they wanted to pull a flag because they thought he was offsides. But if you look at it in slow-mo, him and the ball are moving almost in sync. And it was just insane how fast that guy was. So I think he'd be fine. Well, and if you think about what it was like in the city back then, too. You know, like there was there was a slope from around that time where it just went downhill for the city of Buffalo after that. Right. But right then we were kind of at like a peak. The city was like a really strong heartland for Bills fans. Yeah. And the city was thriving itself. I mean, it was really doing well. Um, and now I think we're back on that upswing. It's just growing and growing and getting yep. better. Um, and I, I honestly don't think we've even reached that same peak here. No, I think we can I go higher. It. Yeah, I think so, too. You know, I, we, we make it back to a Super Bowl. I think that's going to be it. You know, whether we right. win or lose, just make it back to one. It's going to be like the peak. Get right. to that. Get to that kind of same type of threshold. That, that caliber they were when they're in the '90s. You're saying, yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with that because I mean, going to four straight Super Bowls, and again, we were young. Like the you know, recognition I was, was big. I was 11, you know, 12 years old. I think the first Super Bowl they went to, I was uh, nine. Um, so yeah, it's just like I I never was able to like soak in what it was really like then right you know you you obviously did jeff because you're in your like early, early 60s it was back in the, <laughs> yeah. my 30s yeah i remember yeah, you're you're just you're just <laughs> as long as the mind then. doesn't mush any more than it already has yeah, i no remember kidding. it but. but yeah no it's i mean like i would go to games when i was young like that but when you're that young you don't really understand like what it is like truly wow. you know yes and i'll tell you I, I was thinking about this the other day and the one thing that i really learned to appreciate during that time and um, i would recommend it to anybody is pay close attention to each and every one of these individual games because for me back then it was all about the ride because you know what we didn't get there but you didn't cry and moan and whine because you didn't win a Super Bowl. You didn't. 
because the ride was fantastic. Some of those games, um, they were exceptional. I mean, they were just, again, art- artistic. Yeah. You know, the display the Buffalo Bills could put on at that time, it was very obvious that they were, a number of those years, the best team in the NFL. And if that right. first game goes differently and the football goes between the uprights, I think they might have won a couple, three of them. Well, I really do. They were talking. Um, I watched a little segment on them uh, maybe a couple weeks ago, and a guy said if they would have won that first Super Bowl, and this was like an analyst for ESPN way back in the earlier 90s, but he said later on, he said if the Bills would have won that first Super Bowl, it, he they would have probably dominoed into winning more. Right. And th- he said they probably would have been the known as the greatest football team ever. Potentially, and, and they like, had that oh, kind of a team. Man, like, yeah, that's the thing that even hurts more because, yeah. like, we potentially could have been the best football team to ever do it. We were still the best team of that decade, right? In most people's opinion, right? In the nineties, but like you said, it it's not the same. Well, the, and you'll have that footnote of the fact that the AFC back then was very weak for those four years. So you you always have those you know those doubters and those naysayers who can say shit like that. You can't say that anymore. I mean, I know right. the AFC's got problems now anyway, but for the past couple of years, it's been a really strong place to be. Well, and that relates kind of where we are right now. Like you have the Bills and you have Kansas City, but then all these other teams, like the Chargers were supposed to be better and the Raiders were going to be better and Denver was going to be good because it got Russell Wilson. Yeah, none of that happened. And right, and right yeah, now, anyway. it's not coming yeah. into fruition. Yeah. For this like, year. For sure. Right. Yeah. But is that because the Bills still just, they're just on a tier above all those other teams? Right. And maybe that's why it looks like there's a lot of media. Maybe if the Bills weren't here, Kansas City would be one, but right behind them might be the Chargers or, yeah. you know, yeah. another team, Tennessee, whatever. Right. But yeah, when the Bills beat the Super Bowl champions and then they just roll over the freaking Titans. Like, I mean, yeah. That was definitely their best game, in my opinion, so far this year, was the way they dominated the Tennessee Titans. And I was was concerned coming out, and we've talked about this, that sometimes for this Josh Allen era of football, the first four or five games are a little bit sketch. You know, they're kind of like getting their sea legs back or whatever, you know, and like it it didn't happen this year. This year they came out so strong, and it just filled me with confidence. Yeah, you could say Pittsburgh was a better win, but. Not really. It's a rookie quarterback. I mean, there's a yeah, there's a that, ton of things we didn't you have to fight say. hard for that. No, you know? right. No, nope. but Tennessee, man, it was still Tannenhill. It was Derrick Henry. It was their their team, their core team that basically went to the uh, yeah, you know, got the one seed in the AFC last year, uh, minus a couple of offensive linemen that are currently with the Buffalo Bills. But that yep. being said, it was still. They, they should have done better than what they did. So it's a good win for the Bills. What yep. I what I wish that could have happened is Tom Brady. Now, some people might disagree, but what I wish could have happened is Tom Brady stayed in our division with the Patriots, and then the Bills and Josh Allen eventually just got to the level of being better right. and, and beating and Tom Brady. Consistently beat Tom Brady. Consistently beat Tom Brady and the Patriots to take the true lead over the division because Tom Brady leaving our division – and then us getting good kind of kind of left a, a, a gap 
Yeah. Basically, like for a lot we, of people, we, we didn't get to really close the page on Tom Brady. Right. And you know what I mean? And, it's so true. And I that's one thing that I wish that could have happened is we could have closed the page on Tom Brady and finally just beat him and, and then ended it. You know, right. right. Well, you can feel confident that we did close the page on Bill Belichick last year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. In the playoffs, yeah. we certainly slammed the book. We wrote the book on that game, man. Yeah. If no there's doubt. if there's anything to hang your hat on against the Patriots, that's 100% that, dude. Yeah. 100% that. And that was... For me, that's signaled a new era for me, which I've talked about a little bit today at work, mm-hmm. is that we've left the bitter rivalry stage for me, and now we're in kind of like a fun rivalry. Like, right. we just have two peers around the same age, around the same talent level, going head-to-head in the elitist point of football. And you're talking about uh, Patrick Mahomes. Of course. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, leave Brady behind. Leave the Patriots behind. You know, like, even the Dolphins, like, there, I think there are still people who are Bills fans who are super bitter about Miami, and it's like, why? Well, like, I and mean, let that shit go and just have fun with it. Right. A lot's being made of uh, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Is this the new Brady-Manning yeah, rivalry? But in a good way. But the funny thing is, I looked. Brady... Out uh, of 17 games, Brady won 11. He's 11 and 6 against the Colts, no matter where they played, playoffs or not. And the Bills are basically 2 and 3. Which just goes to show you, though, how good Brady was. Right. That the person they compared him to wasn't even that much of a challenge. Right. In, in yeah. his mind. Overall, yeah. And I think the Bills right now are close to 500 with Kansas City. And I, I look going forward, and I think that's going to be a pretty regular thing. They're going to beat us. We're going to beat them. It's just that playoff, man. We need to beat them in the yep. playoffs where it matters so we can go take the next step. Yeah, we got to shut Nick Wright up. I agree 100%. Seriously. Yep. Like we beat finally. Him. We finally beat Casey in the playoffs and he shuts that guy up for Dude, I think for good. There's a ton of articles. Adam Shane had a tart- or, uh, article today that showed Josh Allen is the better quarterback, man. There's just no doubt. And I I can't argue that. I mean, you can debate it, obviously. Patrick Mahomes, nobody has a resume better than him, but we talked about it. He came to a a, a beautiful team. I mean, he came to Kansas City. They had three consecutive years of double-digit wins before he got there. Josh Allen came to a team that was basically about 500. Yeah, and, and they, their, their and starters, had to build. their starters that he had three years ago are where we are now. Right. We were kind of playing from behind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a combined record when he stepped in. They were... Uh, thirty six and like fifteen or some shit. Like yeah. they were, they're way above five hundred. So right, it it definitely paints a different picture. Yeah, I get it. Like, you know, Pat Mahomes has a Super Bowl win. He has two Super Bowl appearances. He has an MVP. He's three time Pro Bowler. Blah 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 blah. Right. I get it. He's he's a great quarterback. But if you look at the the two circumstances of each quarterback and where they came from now pat mahomes came from a division one college in texas tech you know he had cliff kingsbury one of one of the best offensive coordinators in college football at the time and josh allen played for a little wyoming nobody heard of him right so the stories are different and and the fact that josh is at the point now where he's he's at a a same the same level or a higher level than pat mahomes says to me a lot more about josh than, than what Pat Mahomes has done. Well, somebody put it very, very well, and they said that Josh Allen can do everything that Patrick Mahomes can do, but Patrick Mahomes cannot do everything Josh Allen can do. Bingo. And I thought that was very well put. You don't see Patrick Mahomes leaping over too many guys. No, you see him sliding on his bum. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah no or doubt. running out of bounds or whatever. Or yelling, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> this is one of the funniest memes awesome. I've ever seen. That was awesome. Oh, God. I I'm was here. I'm I was here. Crying. I'm here. If, if nobody knows what we're talking about, which I'm sure a bunch of people do, it's, it was during the uh, Raiders game when they were down and he came back and I think brought him up by it was 23-20 or whatever it was. Right. And he was on the sideline yelling, I'm here. But someone put the... Because he has a whole Kermit Frog voice thing, right? Right, right. So Absolutely. someone did the whole the whole thing where he's like, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. It was... Oh, God. It's awesome. Check it, it out. too funny. So we got a Sauce Quest thing to do, too. Tonight, Absolutely. Guys. Yes, we do. Sauce Quest night. I think we've been with you guys long enough. I think it's time to hang it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're going to do some Sauce Quest, so... We got some good stuff to try this time. Yeah, man. I mean, every time we do, but this is going to be another good one. It's going to be good. Oh, yeah. Well, tell them how to listen to Ending the Drought, Jay. Yeah, you can find us on social media at ETD Buffalo on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can listen to our podcast wherever you like to find them, Spotify, Apple, whatever. We're also hosted on Anchor. That's our primary location. Well, we are on the bye week next week, so we'll be talking about something. Obviously, Buffalo Bills just won't be the uh, current game, but... Hey, five and one going into the bye week. Cannot complain, guys. Like it. Thanks for everybody for listening. Just want to end it with where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Go Bills. Go Go Bills. Bills.